Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of Drunk Gossip. I'm Ed, I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in rainy and cold New York City. Um, today I'm going to be having some Sprite and Vodka, um, just something really easy. Um, I have a lot of editing to do for my first novel, or not not technically my first novel, but the um, one I'm prepping for um, publication. Um... And I want to try something a little bit different today. I'm going to do the blind item first, and then we're going to work our way and just wind our way down and see what happens. Um, so this one comes from blindgossip.com. Um, it's called The Secret Father of This Actor. And it, um, again, it comes from Blind Gossip. It's one of their exclusive blinds. So let's hear what they have to say. This handsome actor has worked consistently since he was 18. He is now one of the stars of a dramatic TV, dramatic patriotic TV series. The show has already been renewed for next season. We found out something that has never been mentioned in the actor's bio or in any interviews with him. He is re- actually the secret son of a famous rock star. His mother was a groupie decades ago and had a relationship with Rockstar. The whole family knows that Rockstar is, is his father, but he's not... He's just not part of their lives. Actor is very defensive about it. He says that his mom did just fine raising him and they are good. On their own. If you try to ask him questions about Rockstar, he'll shut you down. He hates talking about it. They don't need Rockstar to give them money or to help them in any way. The actor and the Rockstar are not doppelgangers. But when we put photos of them side by side, we were we were struck by about half a dozen physical features, e.g. their eyes, their noses, their smiles, the same unique chin, that seem to be more than a coincidence. What makes this really shocking is that the rock star in question is not some crazy, irresponsible druggie. He is a well-loved icon who grew up in a middle-class family and is now a family man. He loves his wife, his kids, his sports, and performing for an adoring fan base that that never gets tired of hearing his classic songs. While we would love to see some sort of family reunion between actor and the rock star, it's their lives. After all, an an admission of paternity after so many years could prove to be a slippery slope. So, again, that came from Blind Gossip. And almost everyone in the comment section, including me, agree that uh, it has to be John Bonnyoby. Um, there's just too many clues pointing towards him. Um, and it, it doesn't say anything, like, that it was, that, uh, sex was not consensual between the actor's mom and the rock star. Um, so it was probably, you know, an affair or something that produced a child. And now, um, you know, now it's just one of those things where, um, it, now it's just one of those things where it happened and no one really talks about it. It's very old, old school, um, money type thing where you don't talk about the scandalous stuff. You focus on everyone else's scandalous stuff. Um, as for the actor, I, I've seen some good guesses, but the one that really struck me and I'm looking into is Hunter Parrish. Um, first of all, he's just a fox. Like, 
That boy could do everything to me. Um, but, you know, I always kind of thought, oh, he looks like somebody. But I always got distracted because he's one of those actors that just happens to take his clothes off a lot. So when he shows his bum, I'm like, oh, you remind me of something. But let's just focus on that nice bubble butt you have. So right after I read this line and I read the the Hunter Parish guest, I immediately I immediately googled him, um, and there are really there are some really striking similarities between Hunter Parish and John Bon Jovi, um, and you know I don't know where people fall on the um, genetic the the talent being genetic or learned. But both men are, are great actors. Um, for those that don't remember, John Bon Jovi did an arc on Ally McBeal. And I believe um, he was nominated for an Emmy. If he wasn't, he I know he got a lot of critical critical praise for the arc. Um, and, I mean, obviously Hunter Parrish has been on Weeds. He's on Quantico now, which I think fits the patriotic... Um, TV show, and they could have been a little bit slippery with the uh, renewed for next season because Quantico technically hasn't debuted their new season yet, so they could be playing just one of those fun games where they're like, "Oh, renewed for next season," not meaning the actual next season. So that's just my thought. Let me pour some more Sprite, get some more vodka. And I'll be back with some more gossip. Hey guys, I'm back. And this uh, um, this story comes from a sold flying item on blind gossip called... Um, boo, 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 boo. It's called Last Legs Means Opportunity is Knocking. And it's all about this country music love triangle. Well, technically, love quadrangle. Sorry, one day you will, I promise you, you will get a cough-free podcast. Um, so, basically the story goes that um, the, a, a famous female country star was on the outs with her boyfriend and her ex-husband was just dying to get back with her. But he has a quote-unquote girlfriend that he has to think about too. Um... And the reason why I'm, I'm just giving you a recap instead of um, reading it and then telling you is because it's more fun to do a recap. And honestly, there's just um, there's just no reason to um, read the full thing. So anyways, back to the recap. Um, so the ex-husband was thinking, oh, now is the time to make my move and get back with her. I always loved her. Blah, 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 whatever. So, it turns out, to nobody's surprise, that this was Blake Shelton, Miranda Lambert. Um, the quote-unquote girlfriend is Gwen Stefani. And um, Miranda's ex-boyfriend was Anderson East. Um... Now, when Miranda and Blake split up, 
it was a huge scandal. Um, because there were allegations of cheating. One, each side was putting out all these different stories. And now they're trying to work their, allegedly, Blake is trying to work his way back into her good graces. Um, I do know that they claim public, very, very publicly that they remain friends because they share a record label. Um, and they were both promoting some new artists. Um, but I think it's very difficult when your ex's team is putting out stories about you. Uh, stories that are not true. To to sit there and say, oh, yeah, we're, we're still friends, silly goose. Of course we're still... No, that, that doesn't happen. Um, but... You know, I guess occasionally people do strange things like that. So, here's where the story gets really interesting to me. So, right after the breakup, um, Blake was on The Voice, and they, the producers of The Voice had an opportunity to pair him with fellow judge Gwen Stefani. Now, I know a lot of people see this relationship as being real, but it's not. It is staged just to get publicity for the show. Notice whenever you talk about Gwen and Blake, it's always the voice judges, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. It's never, you know, country music superstar Blake Shelton and pop phenom Gwen Stefani, or no doubt Gwen Stefani, it's always, it always goes back to the voice. That's because some shrewd PR person is out there doing this. Um, maybe they're friends, maybe they're not, I don't know. But I, I would bet money on it that they're not a real couple, because if they were a real couple... There would be less staged photos of them floating around. Um, I know Big Gossip is going to come after me for this, but I don't care. Um, so, yeah. So, Gwen Stefani is kind of like the, um, the cog in the machine that's holding everything up. And Miranda has her eyes on someone who's on tour with her right now. And Blake doesn't want to be just sitting around waiting for his ex-wife to decide that she wants to get up on his pony again. So this whole, this whole quadrangle is going to be really fun to watch play out. Um, there are many stories that can come from this, um, especially since there have been rumors, I think, on, on Blind Guy, Gossip, actually, um, that Gwen plants stories like, oh, we're engaged, oh, I'm pregnant, um, I, I, I don't remember if they solved the item or not, but I, I definitely know there was a blind like that. So just, you know, keep that in mind. I need some more alcohol, so I will be right back. Hey guys, I'm back. Um, we're going to put the music to the side for a minute and talk Oscars. Yes, I realize that they've been over with for a minute now, but... There's a really interesting story that came from Line Gossip again. Um, the the article is called Why He Did Not Get an Oscar Nomination. Um, in it, they basically talk about how this role that this actor took was a slam dunk for at least a, 
Outstanding Supporting Actor Oscar nomination, if not a win. Um, and how when he found out that he didn't get a nomination, he was very upset. And then he was he was on tour doing um, press for uh, international press for the release of this movie, and he found out that the production company had split the Oscar campaign money between him and another actor, and it led to neither of them getting nominated for an Oscar. And he was pissed. So, they revealed it recently to be Army Hammer of Call Me By Your Name. Now, I, I watched the movie. It's a very good movie. Um, I have my issues with... Um, every gay movie being centered around coming out or discovering your sexuality. Um, and the gay, the gay male lead, nine times out of ten, will sleep with a female friend to prove that he's not gay and to deal with those feelings. Love, Simon, just on a side note, is one of the rare exceptions to that, um, where they don't, um... They, they don't at all go that route. The, the female friend is in love with him, sort of. But it's not like they sleep together or anything. Um, but so... So back to Army Hammer. So he's, he's in Italy. He's on, doing this press tour for the movie. And he gets pissed. Like, he just goes into a rage... And Timothy Chalamet, um, the other lead actor, goes to talk to him and, and calms him down. Um, now, there were jokes about, you know, Army and Timothy replicating their on-screen chemistry off-screen. As far as we know, that's not the case. Army Hammer has never, um, at least as far as I remember, he's never had gay rumors around him. Yes, the, he has gay fans, um... We are all... Well, I shouldn't say we are all. But there's definitely a lust factor with Army Hammer. Um, But... If it can happen with actors of the opposite sex, then it can certainly happen with actors of the same sex. Um, Affairs are affairs, no matter what. And chemistry is chemistry. Um... Army Hammer doesn't seem like the type to have an affair on his wife, or behind his wife's back. Um, but again, you know, I, I'm sure people said that same thing about Eddie Fisher when he cheated on Debbie Reynolds with Elizabeth Taylor. Now talk about a love triangle. I love me some Debbie, I love me some Elizabeth. That was a triangle to behold. Um... Back on, back on, on task here. Um, one day I'm going to do a whole episode centered around old Hollywood gossip and stuff because it fascinates me. I want to do some um, historical fiction based around it because it's so, so good. Um, but uh, to me, I um, back to Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet, I actually believe that they're, they're just friends. It was one friend helping out another friend who was in a bad way. Um, you know, and they've already signed on to do the sequel to Call Me By Your Name. 
so Tennessee was probably like, hey, like, you know, there's always next time. Let, let's focus on the work ahead. Let's not get angry. Being angry is not going to do us any good. Yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> As for the production company, I think what they did was wrong. Um, they split it with uh, Michael Stag- Stagnow. I think that's how you say his name. Um, and, and they were basically shooting themselves in the foot. Um, if anything, Army Hammer may not have won an Oscar, but he, he certainly would have enjoyed a nomination, which would have been one more nomination for them to crow about in their ads and um, possibly fill their coffers with. So they, they, they kind of did screw themselves over. Um, you don't know how much money they left on the table because... Um, they wanted to save a couple bucks. So, tell me what you think. Do you think, um, Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer are having an affair? Or do you think it was just two friends? Email me at ed at author edanderson.com with your thoughts. And I will be right back. Okay, guys. I'm back. And... I, I, yeah, the Stormy Daniel story is, it's giving me life, um, if I wasn't so far, so deep into Feud in the City, I would put it to the side and focus on putting together the Stormy Daniel, um, Donald Trump, um, companion book, because life, I swear to Jesus, life. Um, and here's the thing, here's why it's giving me life, 100% honesty. Every other scandal he's, he's had, um, since he announced his candidacy back in 2015, has kind of just like, you know, oh my god, that's so bad, but who cares? This is the only story that has stuck. I mean, I was beginning to believe he was Teflon, like... Nothing would stick to him. This damn story is sticking to him. You know, someone's going to argue with me. Oh, Russia. Fine. I will I will concede to Russia. But even that is kind of sliding off of him. Because it's... You know, James Comey has allegedly... Not even allegedly. James Comey told him, you're, you're not the target of the investigation right now. Um, so, well, yes, Russia is... Is kind of in his orbit. It is not really, so far, it's not centered around him. And that's why it always confuses me when he gets so angry about it. Because it's like, dude, what special investigator or special prosecutor, whatever you call him, Mueller do his job. You're not being, um... You, it, it's not you that they're looking at right now. You keep acting like this and they're going to be looking at you. Um, but let's get back to Stormy Daniels. So Stormy Daniels is like the thorn in his side. Like, she does not go away. And, you know, there's a part of me that feels bad for Melania because Melania is like... I don't want to say innocent, but... It's like, you know, it's like having a wound and then just salt constantly poured into it. You know, and... So that makes me kind of feel bad for her. Um, but Stormy is, um, did The View this week. Led them to their highest ratings in years. Um, 
unveiled a sketch about um, the man who allegedly approached her and told her to forget the Trump story back in 2016. Um, and now she's doing another penthouse. Um, she's doing another penthouse article. Um, pictorial, whatever you want to call it. And in it, um, she she did more another photo shoot for them, and she sat down with one of the reporters. So now, when you know these straight guys go out and buy a penthouse, they can honestly say, "Honey, I bought this for the article," and they're not going to be lying. Look at Stormy Daniels saving marriages. I mean, destroying one, but you know. It takes two to tango, and Stormy is not the one who needs to be sorry for sleeping with him. Um, but, so, so Stormy is just like, um, I, I read on D-listed, uh, whoever wrote the article, I think it might have been Micah, was like, you know, she's milking the last 15 minutes. She's not milking these last 15 minutes. She is setting back that clock, and she is making sure people hear her. She is making sure... That she taints this legacy. You know, it, it it was a weird time when she came out. I'm still trying to figure out why, you know, she went from being silent days before the election when, you know, we don't know what would have happened had she come forward. Um, but, she, you know, she went from being silent to now destroying this man, like... There is just no way. Like, she's not riling up his base. She's not changing his mind. It's the rest of us. That we're the ones who keep... Yeah, you go, girl. You Yes, you do this. Mm-hmm. You take that man down. You know, Trump supporters don't care. They're just like, mm-hmm. So he had an extramarital affair ten years ago. And we're like, mm-hmm. If that was Obama, though, I'll be right back. Hey guys, I know I didn't do a long story this episode in that um, it's because I didn't really feel like there was any story that was big enough this week um, to do one. Um, you, there may be another episode coming up um, over the weekend. I'm not quite sure. It depends on how my schedule flows. Um, but let's talk. I think this is going to end up being a, a very big story. It's either going to be a really big story in the gossip world, or it's going to die out. Um, Giada, dealer, dealer, whatever, um, I can never say, dealer rentis, and Mario Batali, um, their relationship goes back many years when, um, Giada was starting out, um, Mario and Bobby Flay helped her start her restaurant, and so she was asked about... She was on another podcast called Upper East Cell or something like that. Um, anyways, they asked her about doing... Uh, about, about the whole Me Too movement that brought Mario down. And she says she's not surprised by it. <clears throat> now, to be fair, she says he's very charismatic. Um, and, you know, she's not defending what what happened. But she's not... She's just not surprised. Um... Mario, as far as I know, hasn't responded. But if he does, it's either going to be, bitch, let's look at your reputation, or he's just going to forget it. Now, 
you know, we're not in the game of slut shaming, but this is a gossip podcast, so let's be real here. Giada De Laurentiis is no saint. Um, there were quite a few rumors um, and stories a few years back during her divorce that the whole reason why she was divorcing is because her husband caught her in bed with two other men. Um, and they were porn star quality. That's what I'll say. Um, there's also rumors that, um, John Mayer and, um, Jennifer Anderson broke up because John kept getting head from Giada, uh, and... She had special nicknames on both Crazy Days and Nights and Blind Gossip, but she'd been laying so low that they really hadn't been talking about her. Um, I remember one blind on Blind Gossip was talking about how she's down with the swirl, um, how she, you know, she does go out of her way to um, please her her companion, and... um, she has a certain type of man that she likes. Not one that, you know, she would date in public for whatever reason, but in bed, she likes a certain type of man. Um, and the list, it, uh, one day I will find, and I will do the story again, well, I'll, I'll elaborate on this, um, but there was a whole list of celebrities that she allegedly hooked up with. Um, John Mayer was on there, um, Idris Elba, I believe, was on there. Um, John Legend before Chrissy Teigen, I believe, was on there. Um, So the whole point is, you know, she's throwing shade at her friend who helped her launch her career. When, and, and, you know, talking about his Me Too movement, what if all these guys were not consensual? What if she sexually harassed or assaulted these men? You know, it... I, I'm not saying she definitely did because I'm not there. I, you know, she has never sexually assaulted me. But we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know what pressure or what she's saying or what's being said. Um, and so it makes me kind of wonder, like, if you're throwing your friend under, under the bus, you must be okay if, you know, if it comes out that you force these guys to mess around with you then you expect Mario Batali to say, oh, yeah, she's very charismatic. I can see how this can happen. But men need to stick up for themselves. Um, And and I'm going to get a lot of angry mail, so please send it to ed at authoredanderson.com about talking about men being sexually assaulted. It does happen. Um, I I actually wrote a short story about it called I Said No. Um, It doesn't really go into detail. I want to do a longer book. Um, I just have to crack the story. Um, and speaking of cracking the story, I have to go. Um, cheers to you all, and I will hopefully speak with you this weekend. Cheers.